Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode. Of course, this is Ladies and Gentlemen, KLP Tonight with your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. So, welcome back to KLP Tonight. You guys know how we do it. We bring you guys every Saturday night. We try to record and film and upload a show for you guys tonight. Of course, we are live on both of our audio and video platforms. So, hopefully, you guys are enjoying the video version of it. If you're watching it on YouTube, Daily Motion, and a little bit of snippets for for uh, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And also, if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast version of it of the talk show podcast whatever you want to call it thank you guys for listening in we have quite a show to talk about today this is kind of going to be a good show because we have so much that we want to talk about but before we get on to that of course i do want to talk to you guys about uh upcoming events from klp entertainment movie side of it all of course if you guys are ready for intelligences to come out march 25th you have a couple more weeks to wait but it's almost here as we have gotten our official 2022 official film selection from the lift up network group and the film festival of lift up of course the official 2022 selection of our film intelligences to come out march 25th i'm super ecstatic about this movie y'all because you guys know how we've done it the last couple of weeks months and a year we've been running these film festivals and we got picked up for quite a few um i do want to shout out to uh, my production companies my uh, production studios raw pictures for giving us this great light because uh if you guys don't remember hardline was a raw pictures exclusive uh first film uh new film uh, colin goodman and myself in the movie uh going out there and doing some great things for the movie of hardline and that movie went to five film festivals and got selected for four so that movie did tremendously well in 2021 and now i'm super excited that intelligences will be well first movie of the year of course i saw our first movie and of course it's already been picked up and the movie didn't even come out to everyone yet so i do want to thank all the judges that are there at lift up network i hopefully you guys enjoy the movie um and we'll see where we go from there hopefully we win the award but we up to a nomination so so blessed i'm really really blessed y'all um so just for that and of course ladies and gentlemen if you guys can see the latest instagram post of today uh saturday night hopefully you guys are not seeing this on sunday but yes it is true klp aftermath will be going on tour a new york tour if you guys don't know we kind of talked about it already but we will be traveling to new york city at the end of march filming a documentary called the of course the um, fashion street style documentary for amazon prime but we're also bringing some good stuff for you guys we're also doing some media content we're doing radio shows we're doing music we're doing so much in new york so we decided to combine it together to give you guys a great tour i I'm super excited about this tour because it's something that I've wanted to do for a while. I've been to these cities before, but one city I haven't been is New York City. So I'm super ecstatic. I'm ready and I hopefully you guys are ready for uh what's to come in New York City. Wish us the best of luck in March because, you know, we're going out on tour and it's just going to be amazing. We're going to be doing almost a podcast every night because we're there for a week. So we're going to be doing a podcast every night to give you guys some great content. 
live from New York. So I cannot wait for it. And I, I, I'm thankful that you guys uh, stay tuned for it. I'm thankful for uh, everyone out there who's been watching my content and, and, and been enjoying the content. Um, we've been bloom, blooming up with our podcast lately. And I'm just, I'm so, so ecstatic. So you guys didn't come on the show to talk about KLP Entertainment News. Um, we did have some things to talk to you guys about. So we're going to get on to it, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, so as you guys know, we kicked off Black History Month, of course. So to all of my brothers and sisters out there, happy Black History Month for sure. I hope that everyone has had a good rocking start to Black History Month because, of course, we have. Of course, if you guys don't follow us on the Emory Radio or KLP Entertainment, of course, we're celebrating the Black History Month. We brought back our hashtag Black History Core Values. We've done uh, Arthur Ashe and Jane Boland so far. So I can't wait for the next two Core Values series next week. I hope that you guys uh, got a little educated with our videos that we're doing. Our studios are working hard on those Core Value uh, videos for our audio platforms and our video platforms. So I really do hope you guys enjoy it for sure. But I wanted to talk about this because you guys know uh, I'm a huge fan of The Breakfast Club. It's no secret. I've talked to, about them a lot lately this year in our shows. And of course, Charlemagne the God did his donkey of the day. Of course, uh, there was this high school and I want to say Massachusetts. I want to say that's the name. That's the location of the school. Of course, uh, Exerient uh, Brothers High School. I hope that I said their, their school name right. Of course, they had a lot of backlash because Every week of Black History Month, they're going to be showing uh, very interesting cuisines for their cafeteria lunches. And of course, they end up doing fried chicken for one day. And a lot of people had a lot of things to say about it. Um, Charlemagne the God said it the best uh, when it's not so much as what we would think of it being a stereotype saying that all black people love fried chicken, all black people love watermelon. Um, Charlemagne the God said it the best. And I'm going to recite him today because, you know, I'm a big fan of not only the radio show, but I'm a big fan of his his knowledge about this, uh, about this certain topic, his, his knowledge about the black culture. I admire that so much. So I want to recite this on my show because I wanted to give you guys a little prospectus of this. Of course, uh, Charlemagne the God said that fried chicken and watermelon was a sense of freedom. It's a sense of celebrating freedom. It's a sense of making money off of the product. It is true that, um, you know, we've, we sell fried chicken to make a great profit of it. And, you know, honestly, I love fried chicken. I had fried chicken for dinner before coming to the studio. So I genuinely enjoy uh, fried chicken. I think a lot of people should be um, educated about the culture of fried chicken and watermelon. Um, yes, it is a stereotype sometimes, but, you know, we tend to not get super sensitive between us. Now, I think this is an all Caucasian high school that that's out there in Massachusetts. And of course, the kids rioted about that because they think it seems to be a little bit racist. Um, it can go two ways. It can go two ways with this. It's a two-way street. Um, I don't I think this is a, a way of having people being educated about the, the fried chicken and, and watermelon and the black stereotypes. I think a lot of people should be more educated. I think when people who are not of the same race 
are not understanding the culture a little bit. So it feels kind of uncomfortable for them. And that's why you see a lot of people acting different. You see a lot of people um, not being understanding about the culture because they, again, they don't understand. So it becomes very uncomfortable for them out there in society. Uh, we as a society, um, we've we've dealt with it. You know, Black History Month, and I there's two ways with this too, because they also talked about it on the Breakfast Club. T-Pain said that, you know, it shouldn't be, T, these are T-Pain's words now, that it shouldn't be to where we only have one month to celebrate our Black culture. It should be year round. Year round. And honestly, T-Pain is not wrong with that, but there's a huge but. There's nothing wrong with having a month dedicated to us. I get very, very excited when it's Black History Month. I don't just celebrate Black History Month just for February. I'm year-round. If we guys, if you guys don't know, Kelpie Entertainment and all of our radios, we are a Black-owned business. So we celebrate this year-round. We really do. But we have a chance to really celebrate it in the month of February. Now, I do understand what T-Pain is coming from on that because I know a lot of businesses, minus us, but a lot of businesses use Black History Month as a marketing tactic to get sales. I think a lot of businesses, a lot of corporations should step away from that because they use that as a tool to make dollars. They use that as a tool for marketing research. And I think that shouldn't be the way you run your business. Now, if you are a Black-owned business, of course, I honestly think you, yeah, use that. Use Black History Month, not only to not to make sales, because we use Black History Month and we're doing the videos. We're not looking to make sales out of it, but we like to celebrate it. So I think it's not getting celebrated enough in America. I Do I think you know, Xavier, I might butcher their name wrong, T. Um, Brothers High School, did they understand? Did they educate um, students about Black History Month with fried chicken and watermelon? Yes, they failed on that. They did not educate why the importance of fried chicken, why the importance of our Black culture loving watermelon, why these stereotypes exist. You know, there's a lot of educational knowledge that's not getting portrayed to these high schools. And that's where it causes riots. It causes kids to get confused and it causes them to be very uncomfortable. Just in case if they're, if you have a white male going to a, a black male and their friends, that's uncomfortable because maybe they don't know about the culture. So I honestly think if high schools are going to do something like Black History Month, because we're very sensitive in this society, everyone's sensitive in today's society. You can't do or say whatever you want and think there's no repercussions about it. We're going to talk about Joe Rogan in a minute, T, but because Joe Rogan's been in some heat. We'll talk about that in a minute. I think there's an educational thing about the process that people have to understand. Um, people are not being educated about us loving fried chicken, us loving watermelon. And everyone loves that kind of stuff. I, everyone loves watermelon. Everyone loves uh, fried chicken. So, again, it is true. Charlemagne the guy gave them the donkey of the day. I honestly agree with him. Uh, he did say it's just an educational curve. And that's something that they missed the mark on for sure. They missed the mark on educating Xavier. And I probably butchered the name wrong to you. I'm sorry. I keep butchering it. Brothers High Schools, they didn't educate the students of that. And that's why it became uncomfortable. Um, 
it's just it is what it is. So that's just that's the donkey of the day for on the Breakfast Club. I agree with them as well. So moving on, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about this new show, of course. Uh, I wanted to talk about this show because I actually watched it. Uh, so I went to my house first to eat and relax. Then I came to the studio to do the show tonight. Um, if you guys don't know Steve Harvey, who doesn't know? If you don't know Steve Harvey, you've been living under a rock. But ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to talk about Judge Steve Harvey, the show, ladies and gentlemen. Hey. I had to make sure I gargle some water, y'all, because, you know, we, we talk during the week. So, of course, ladies and gentlemen, ABC Networks picked up Steve Harvey's newest show, Judge Steve Harvey. Hopefully you guys watch the show. I think the show is very, very funny. Now, take it from me. and Here's just my review, guys. The show is not a legit court show. It's, it's Steve Harvey playing a judge to help people resolve issues. So, Said it in the notes and critics. Steve Harvey is not a federal judge. He's not a federal lawyer. He is one man that's looking to make a great show, and his show is quite funny. And the network picks it up. So it's kind of it, Judge Steve Harvey's show. Kind of reminds me of his other show that he has. I think he still has, but there's another show. It's just called the Steve Harvey Show, where it's kind of like counseling. He's like. Now, I don't want to com not compare him to Dr. Phil or Dr. Oz or anything like that, but he has his own show to help people with their problems. And that's what I kind of feel Judge Steve Harvey, that TV show. It's kind of like that, but it's in a courtroom setting. It's laughable. It makes people laugh. It helps. He solves people's issues. He gives some things away. I know he gives a lot away. I know he gave one woman on one episode uh, money, $5,000 to get his life, get her life straight because she was dating the boyfriend and the boyfriend, you know, didn't really like the girlfriend because the girlfriend wasn't working because she got laid off. And, you know, pandemic, everyone's getting laid off. So the girlfriend's doing the best she can, but it's just never enough for the guy. And, you know, they, you know, the guy moved in, moved the girlfriend in. And I mean, honestly, that's the first mistake the guy made. I mean, if you got a girlfriend, it takes a minute before you move your girlfriend in. I don't know. I don't have a girlfriend. I'm just stating it. My, my observation here that's the first mistake. If you got a girlfriend, it takes a minute before your girlfriend moves in because you got to know that she's run. You know, if you're moving in your girlfriend into your apartment, your house, your home, your mansion, whatever you got, it takes real commitment. And it seems like the boyfriend was not committed for that. It's kind of too soon. Honestly, I, that's just me, my opinion, I, just my observation. Uh, young love, young couples like that, you really shouldn't be moving in together unless you're for sure that's going to be the one. So that way you don't end up on Steve Harvey's show. Um, so Steve Harvey helped him out for that. There was this one episode that I saw um, previously. Uh, there was this, it was an episode where a photographer in, in, I forgot where he was, they were at, but it was very interesting that they say Sweetwater in Lawrenceville because we're very close to that. We do live in the metro Atlanta area. So I felt at first of that episode, I felt kind of bad because, you know, I'm a photographer, too, out here in Atlanta. And we already get no we already get no notions of us independent photographers of being sleazy, being scumbags being non-legit, you know, so trust me, I had my share fair clients who thought I was trash with my photography. Um, some clients, I ended up refunding their money back. Some clients not liking my work, neither here or there. 
I felt bad for that guy at first, but then in the episode, he said he was sleeping in his car. And of course, Steve Harvey gave him a job to be the official photographer for the show. And I peeped his Instagram because I think uh, Judge Steve Harvey's Instagram, they kind of did a repost of that post. And it, he, he blew up. His Instagram blew up. He That kid, I forgot his name, but that kid made his mark working for Steve Harvey. Now he's out there. Now he has a resume. Um, I just got to say that the show is funny. It's hilarious. It's one of those things that um, Steve Harvey knows what he's doing. Um, it's a great show, y'all. It is really, it's such a funny show. I really recommend you guys watching the episode for sure. Um, I saw the latest episode to where um, there's a man and a woman, man and a wife. Um, uh, the wife cleaned out, well, washed his her jersey, Cleveland Browns jersey, destroyed it, cut the hat. So Steve Harvey came out with two jerseys and gave it to him, signed by the two um, pro bowler um, players. I forgot their name on the show, T, but uh, well, the, the uh, players that play for the Brown, I forgot their name. But that show is funny. Uh, also in that episode, you had this one 19-year-old to damage their parents' kitchen. And it was some funny stuff because I would, if I, I, I live, uh, I have my own spot. So it's rare that I even damage my kitchen because I'm very, I'm a clean freak. If you guys don't know me as of now, I'm a huge clean freak. I am a clean freak to the T. So when I saw the episode where he's a, the, the guy, the kid, he was a TikToker, he's a YouTuber, and he would make these dishes, but he would destroy the kitchen. And he's like an extremist. It was weird. It was a weird thing. I, I've never seen a YouTuber or a TikToker do that, but that does happen. And now the parents sued him for $10,000. And of course, the parents won because honestly, that's the society. If you're living under your parents' roof and you're destroying something, then of course, you got to pay back and you got to help clean up. Of course, that is until you get your own place. Now, this kid in this episode said that he had $45,000 saved in his savings account. So Steve Harvey said, no, get out of here. You're going to pay that $10,000. You got $45K and, we're, and they're asking for ten grand. Nah. So honestly, I didn't have that much money at the age of 19. And he said he's getting ready for college. And like, you don't even need to do financial aid. You got money to support your own self in college. So videos like that, people love it. Videos like that, you know, he gets the money, uh, gets sponsorships. So I, I get it. It's the YouTube game. I, I get how that rolls. Um, but that's the show, y'all, that y'all need to watch. Of course, Judge Steve Harvey. Shout out to Steve Harvey. I doubt he's watching the show, but, you know, your show is funny. Uh, I think, you know, he's retiring from uh, Family Feud, I think. I don't know. Um, it's good to talk about people because, he, you know, they film right here in Atlanta, right here in Atlanta. ABC Network, of course. I wonder, did my brother ever see the set? Because my brother actually didn't work on ABC Network. He was playing Brian Bum Lee in the Warner Years, same network. So it's quite interesting uh, to see that, just to see that happening for sure. So ladies and gentlemen, next, let's talk about this Uncharted, the upgraded. We're going to get on to the gaming news, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is my gaming review, ladies and gentlemen. Uncharted has came out with the upgraded edition if you have a PlayStation 5. I really do hope that we can get PlayStation 5 out there to the world. I hope so. I hope if you're able to get lucky to get you a PlayStation 5, best of luck to you guys. I know these things are hard. They can't, they're, you can't find them nowhere. But 
I'm sure they're out there. But if you have a PlayStation 5 and if you had Uncharted 4, a Thieves in or a Lost Legacy, you were able to get the upgraded version of both games, both for $10. I took advantage of that deal. Of course, that was last weekend. I played it all weekend last weekend because it was the weekend off. And I upgraded it and I ended up going to, of course, get upgraded and play the game for PlayStation 5. I played both. I tried Uncharted 4. I, I'm about when they go to Madagascar. That's that chapter. Um, I'm not surprised about that game because I beat it before twice. So I know what to expect. But let me tell y'all that that 60 frame per second, that new upgraded scale, no loading times with these loading screens. I tell you guys, it's the best thing since sliced bread. It's very, very smooth. So I really do hope you guys are able to take advantage of it um, just for $10. Now, I got two games for $10. That is a Uber deal for sure out there. Um, I tried The Lost Legacy. I haven't beat that game yet because there's two games. So I'm trying one at a time. But I've tried The Lost Legacy, of course. You're playing as uh, Chloe Frazier and your partner, Nadine Ross. Oh, my God. Uh, you know this this these games are getting incredibly awesome y'all the the scale of it the scope of it the voice acting even though we already seen it for playstation 4 but to see it on playstation 5 that 60 frames per second that different style the hd the 4k i can't preach you guys enough that is one heck of a game to try um i hope that if you guys are out there and having the weekend because we're saturday night we don't work sundays and mondays now but i hopefully you guys take the time off to play that game because it feels good to have that framework um the powerful powerful playstation 5 is able to to produce something like that it's just crazy amazing it's a great year to it's a great month to be a gamer and particularly a PlayStation 5 player. Again, I'm sorry for those who haven't got theirs yet, but it's a great month to be a PlayStation 5 owner because, of course, you got Uncharted. Uh, next, next weekend, you got Horizon Forbidden West. I can't wait to play the game. Uh, of course, we kind of start writing in our article, but I cannot wait to start playing that game. I know that game is going to be top notch. And it's been said real quick, T. You know, shout out to T, y'all. Shout out. Let's give T a round of applause real quick. T, he, he missed us on the last podcast. And I, honestly, I wanted to apologize for you guys on the last podcast. I know that audio was horrible. Um, we had some things to, to come up and we weren't able to come to the studio the last podcast. So for all of you guys who 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 listen to the podcast and say, what happened? I'm sorry. Um, sorry, T, because he's our producer. He we, we couldn't be there. But anyway uncharted y'all please if you have the opportunity to get it with the playstation 5 i recommend you guys getting it and the funny thing is too real quick before we move on to our next thing it was very funny it was very interesting because i remember when i got uncharted 4 for playstation 4 this was a couple years ago when i first got the playstation 4 which i know i was late to the game they had a pre-owned version of uncharted 4 for ten dollars i said okay yeah that's ten dollars i can do that so then with this upgrade, it was $10. Same game, but I got plus another new game kind of to me. I know it's been out for a couple. Lost Legacy has been out for quite some time now. I've, you know, I'm late to the game. So it's really good. Same game plus more for the same exact price. Very, very exciting. Uh, and, you know, there's a deal. You can't beat that versus the $60 that they have for both the games here. Now on to the meat and potatoes of the show. You guys know how I like to do it. And Lord, based on the title of this episode, 
We got to talk about Joe Rogan, y'all. Um, Joe, what are you doing, man? Honestly, like I, this might be a rant video too. I'm sorry. <laughs> hold on, y'all. Hold, hold on, hold on. Okay, so I needed to get get a gallop of water on this one because, um, I am very. Uh, Joe Rogan, man, he he's going through it, y'all. He's going through some some things here. He's going through it. He's going through a lot, you know, with the whole Spotify thing, with the COVID thing. We're not going to dabble into COVID because I, now that our shows are on Spotify, Spotify does remove people who talk about COVID. So we're not even going to talk about COVID. But here is the newest thing from Joe Rogan. Of course, Spotify uh, comes from Spotify out there for sure. And I have my teleprompter, AKA my phone here on the, on the stand here so I can read it. Of course, Joe Rogan apologized after inward compilation video services and Spotify removes 70 episodes. Of course, the streaming platform has taken down 70 episodes of the Joe Rogan experience in which the host used the N-word. Of course, Joe Rogan is ready to apologize earlier on Saturday, February 5th. The 54-year-old shared a nearly six-minute long video of his Instagram feed apologizing for his frequent use of the N-word throughout his career. It's good that Joe Rogan has apologized for this. Um, I think a lot of podcasters, a lot of radio personnel, unless you are unfiltered, and you can be, um, because I know a couple episodes I've watched before, um, podcasters out there, like being The Breakfast Club, Charlemagne the Guy uses the N-word, Joe Button, uh, not Joe Biden, Joe Button from Slaughterhouse, his podcast show, he uses the N-word a lot. Um, and YouTube kind of overlooks that because I don't know, it's weird. I, they, you, they can say it and not blurb them out. I'm sure they blurped them out on the radio, like Breakfast Club. If, if Charlemagne said the N word live, they probably blurped it out, right? For radio, right? Um, that's something I wouldn't do, um, for my shows, whether it's KLP Aftermath or KLP Tonight. We're not going to use, we're not going to say the actual N word on our show. Um, we're just not going to do it because it's a very sensitive word. It is. It's not the same as us going out there and just saying it out on the street. You'll never hear us say that. You might hear um, Black culture to say that. It had to be politically correct there. And there's a difference between that and a white male saying the N-word because of history, right? It's no politics in this. I hope no one thinks politics in this, but it's, there's some truth to it. Everyone can't say the N-word. You can't say the N-word in public. I know, and I say this very loosely on the show, if someone were to call me the N-word, I know I am going to jail because I am going to slaughter them down the street. If someone person calls me the n-word doesn't matter if you are a white black asian purple blue yellow doesn't matter your race ethnicity or color i don't respond well to the n-word um we might have used the n-word in some of our older songs back in the day because you guys know i'm a music producer as well 
But I really wish that we could stop using the N-word. Now, it's, it's, it's a different term when you spell it out. Of course, the, the N ending in A versus the N ending in the E-R. The one word that's ending in the E-R is a slander, racist term that no one wants to be called. And for sure, no African-American wants to be called that by somebody in today's society. And I'm pretty sure that a lot of people now know not to use that word. Um, but that word has been used in today's society. I also read, no politics into this, but I also read that, you know, Eric Adams said the C word. So we have to be very, very careful about what we say to the media so that's why you would never hear me say those words on my show, because we're not that show. We're not going to advocate the use of that word. But anyway, the Joe Rogan Experience host is no stranger to the controversy. As you may already know, he has been in the center of media, media attention lately. Yes, a lot. Uh, and artists have plunged to remove their streaming catalogs from Spotify. Honestly, Here's my scope net real quick, T, because I talked about it in, in the last podcast, y'all. Um, I'm on Spotify, right? You guys are watching me on Spotify right now. KLP Tonight is available on Spotify and YouTube. Uh, KLP Aftermath is also out there on uh, YouTube, Daily Motion, and all other platforms. But we're also available on Spotify. A shameless plug about the, that, that I'm about to do, T, and you know what I'm about to do. Of course, my new album, music album, uh, Interstellar Plus Coffee, is getting ready to be released for Spotify. Um, I will not remove none of my content for Spotify because, honestly, Spotify is a way for podcasters to showcase their show. It is a way for us to podcast and also give you guys a great video. And, honestly, a little KLP entertainment behind the scenes. My viewership has grown more on Spotify than it did YouTube lately. So it would be foolish and in, in responsible, uh, irresponsible for me and my staff members here at KLP Entertainment to take our stuff down on Spotify because of the whole Joe Rogan COVID-19 thing. I won't be taking my stuff off Spotify because honestly, that is how I make some great views. That is what you guys enjoy. And, you know, I make money off of this. So... I'm not going to be that that dumb, but a lot of people, they, they're, they're, you know, they're sticking to their guns. They're sticking to it. And that's fine. You know, that's fine. If you want to keep, if you want to remove your platform from Spotify, there are plenty of other audio platforms out there. I'm on those. So Amazon music, audible, our heart, iTunes. So they have ways to make their money, but I just don't see the, the, the use of, Hey, I'm just going to take my stuff completely off Spotify because Spotify, to be honest with you, is the number one streaming service out there for audio and now video. Well, trying to be out there for video, YouTube kind of got that crown, but you, Spotify is coming up with the YouTube category as well. So, which continues to back, uh, back the entertainer and his online show, despite the questionable comments he made about the COVID-19 vaccine. Of course, we're not going to dabble too much in that because I don't want Spotify taking my show down because you can't really talk about it, of course. Um, Spotify began removing episodes in the former, which the former Fear Factor host uses racial slur. Uh, I forgot he was in Fear Factor. I really forgot that. Uh, which the uh, which the total has been ranked up to seventy episodes 
at the time of publication. In the slides of interviews disappearing, Rogan has addressed his wrongdoings for his 14.4 million followers. Honestly, Joe Rogan is very, very powerful. Um, I wouldn't say that he's powerful than the president. I, I guess I can't say that. But Joe Rogan with 14.4 million followers and that same amount of followers he have as listeners and viewers on his show, Spotify is not going to get him canceled. Spotify will not cancel Joe Rogan on Spotify because he gets so many great views. So I envy Joe Rogan for the podcast style of that. Um, I do feel for him. He's going on his social, he's using his platform to apologize, honestly. And this is just, this goes for Joe Rogan. It goes for Joe Budden. It goes for Charlemagne the God. I doubt they're listening to the show and every other podcast radio personnel like myself out there. We have to stop using these slurs out here on our shows. And I'm, I can't petition for that. I cannot start a pro protest about it because I won't do it. But we really have to watch what we say on our shows, because when it says things on our shows, it's out there in the media and people are listening to it. I definitely don't use racial slurs on this show because we are a PG show, number one. And I have a lot of people here in Atlanta that's from Emory University and the Emory University system that watch my show. So I'm a partner for Emory and I do, don't plan on getting fired from Emory because of what I said on my show. So. To the point making, I really do want a lot of podcast personalities, whether you're podcast show host or radio show host, stop using these racial slurs in your show. If you say it to your your, your family member in private, I guess that's fine because we're, we're not watching your private conversation. But when you're using it on your big platform, like your talk shows, I really wish people would stop doing that. Stop using slurs on your show. Your show is your money maker. Your show is what brings you to life. Honestly, my show tonight keeps me happy. It keeps me sane from all the craziness I have to deal with later on in the future. So please stop using racial slurs on your show. Everyone, Breakfast Club, Joe Button, Joe Rogan Experience, and so many other podcasts. Those are just the three that I'm thinking about right now. Stop using it. That's just saying. Okay. Joe Rogan also admits, uh, and this is, I'm going to blurt because he's he kind of cussed in this. Uh, it looks um, blinking horrible, even to me, he admitted. I know that uh, the most people, there's no context where a white person is ever allowed to say that word, never mind publicly on a podcast. And I agree with that. I agree with that now. Yes. Uh, for me, it's everybody. It's white, black, purple, blue, green everybody from personally for me why he said in this joe rogan's this is the joe rogan experience this joe rogan saying no white person should say the n-word right no black person should really use the n-word a lot so no intimate person nobody should not use the n-word that's probably that's just my opinion it's such a hateful word um, I think we we were getting too comfortable. We get, people are getting too comfortable with these racial slurs out there in the world. Of course, Joe Rogan adds on. Now I haven't said it in years, but for a long time, when I would bring that word up, like it like if it would come up in conversation, and instead of saying the N word, I would just say the word. If you say it, like I just did multiple times today tonight, 
I say the N-word. You said the N-word. I'm not going to say the actual word on my show. So he could have just done that, but he didn't. So it's very hurtful. It's a very hurtful word. Uh, Rogan describes the N-word as very uh, unusual, is a very unusual one, but recognizes that it's not his uh, not his word to use. He added, I never used it uh, to be a racist because I am not a racist. This is Joe Rogan's uh, words now. But whenever you're in a situation where you have to say, I'm not racist, you blanked up. And I clearly have blanked up. I'm not going to cuss on the show. Um, the keynote of it is, uh, I really, I, I really, Joe Rogan, I, I applaud you, brother, for going on your social media and actually admitting that you messed up and you're apologizing for it. Um, we're living in, we're living in today's society where it's very, we're very sensitive, right? We're very sensitive with the words we say. Words hurt people. Um, I wanted to reiterate again on the show before we close out tonight. Um, be kind to one another. Don't use these racial slurs, even though you might think it in your mind. Words hurt people. They hurt. They really do. Honestly, I'll say it and I won't get fired from this, but I will say it. if someone used that word against me or, or call me on my name and use that word against me, I'm I'm going to jail because I end up breaking someone's neck because someone said that word to me. That's how bad and powerful that word is. So everyone, and I'll reiterate again on my show, to me, everyone should not be using it. Whether, again, you don't have to be black, you don't have to be white, you have to be, you don't have to be Asian, you don't have to be Indian, you don't have to be um, Korean, you don't have to be um, Pakistanian, you don't have to be uh, Canadian, you don't have to be Mexican. It doesn't matter what race or ethnicity you are. You should not be using that word whatsoever. That's just that's just my my final verdict on it. I know a lot of people might have their opinions about it. That's just how I, I see it in, in today's show. Um, I, I really do hope that we spread kindness because we came a long way, y'all. We still we still got a lot of work to do here in our society. So but hopefully you guys enjoyed today's show. Please be sure to, of course, like, comment, and subscribe to the show. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the show. Let me know. Excuse me. If you let me know if you guys enjoy uh, the show, please remember to leave us a like and comment again. And if you guys agree with my comments today, please comment below. If you're listening to the audio version of the show, please remember to share with your friends, letting you guys know that the audio version is available for Spotify, Spotify Video, Amazon Music, Audible, iTunes, and so much more so that's going to wrap it up here KOP tonight i've been your host KOP kennedy lucas until then we'll see you guys on tuesday stay safe stay safe